G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's turn some attention to Queensland's Gulf Country, where the good work of one of our nation's great pastors means that women in the Normanton community will have a refuge from domestic violence. Normanton pastor Doug Thomas recognised the need for a haven where women in his community could feel safe and they're well on their way with a federal government grant to transform a vacant six-bedroom home into a safe house for female domestic violence victims. Pastor Doug Thomas leads the Normanton Christian Fellowship. It's part of the Australian Christian Churches. Pastor Doug Thomas, welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for having me. Doug, let me just ask you, Normanton had no place of refuge for women uh, in particular uh, before your initiative. Uh, that's absolutely right, Neil. So um, people who, uh, ladies particularly, who found themselves victims of domestic violence either reported the police or went to the hospital. Um, and that was basically it. So they'd be treated at the hospital and, and then released. Um, back into the same circumstance, uh, if they reported to police, then the police would go around and maybe lock the perpetrator up for the evening. Um, but then you had probably a worse situation the next morning when he was released and um, had a head full of steam about being locked up for the night. Yeah. Doug, what was it that was the spark that made you realise that you had to take some sort of action? Yeah, look, it was... Uh, probably back in 2015, Neil, when I took over the, or shortly after taking over the pastorship of the church, I was approached um, initially by a lady um, who said, you know, basically, look, I'm being bashed. Can you help me? And I just felt useless because I couldn't help her. All I could do was pray for her and then send her back to the same situation. And that was really the catalyst. Um, and, you know, the the sad end result of that story was, um, you know, we've actually got the house to, you know, a serviceable situation now where we can almost open the doors. But that lady sadly passed away last year um, and I buried her and we we didn't get the opportunity to offer her the, the shelter and protection that she needed. But she was the catalyst for, you know, uh, us striving to get a facility up and running, not just in Normanton, but for it's for the Gulf, Neil. It's, um, there's no uh, provision for a domestic violence shelter in Kaunyama or um, Dumaji or the surrounding areas, so we're really servicing the Gulf. Doug, sensitive question here, but mm. did the lady die from injuries connected to domestic violence or was that a separate health issue? Yeah, here's the sad part, Neil. Um, she, her partner, wanted to to drink, and uh, she didn't want to drink, but he didn't want to drink alone. So he would bash her to make her drink, and so yeah. So basically, it was a 
Yeah, overindulgence in alcohol that caused health issues for her and caused her to pass away prematurely. She was in the 50s, um, way too young to have um, passed on, but yeah, it was related, definitely related to the domestic violence which um, caused her to have to drink. It's amazing, isn't it? Because sometimes mm. direct connection or indirect connection to issues around domestic violence and coming back to issues around alcohol and uh, a lot of communities yeah. are struggling yeah. with not only uh, the alcohol issue but what flows on from that domestic violence and it's it's not just your community it's plenty of communities in your region there yeah look it, look, it happens in big cities as well neil but um in bigger cities you're able to hide when you're in a small community it's out, you know. Everyone sees it. It's out. It's out in the open because everyone knows what everyone else is doing in small communities. Unfortunately, so it is far more visible in smaller communities, and particularly in these remote areas. Uh, Doug, it's been a five-year journey, but there is some light at the end of that long tunnel because the government's given Mm. a grant, $300,000, to repair a house. Uh, Give us a little image description of what the house looks like now and what you hope it will look like when you've spent some dollars on it. Yeah, so um, in in 2015, when we um, first decided, look, we're going to move forward in faith for, for this vision to come to fruition. It was a run-down old place. It, it was the old uh, matron's house from the old hospital that had been relocated for the pastor's house. Um, so we put a new pastor's house in, had rented that place out to private rental and um, decided this would be perfect. Uh, we have sacrificed five years of rent on a six-bedroom house. Uh, we have put in a lot of blood, sweat, tears and money to um, church's money to get it up to a livable standard. Um, And then it was almost, you know, almost able to be operational. No air conditioning, you know, lots. It was just really, really basic meal. Um, But it was something that we could open the doors to and then provide shelter. This grant uh, is just a confirmation that God rewards faithfulness. So now we're able to do things like put air conditioning in, uh, re-roof the place because the roof is terrible, um, put some solar panels on, put a new kitchen in, make it a first-class facility, upgrade the security, put some lighting in that's that's needed. Um, but it hasn't just been us either. We've had a you know um, some community involvement with um, Bino, the Aboriginal corporation up here in town that. Uh, helped us put a driveway curbing down. Um, we've had other churches that have come up and, and uh, Reedy Creek Baptist Church came up and put a, a fence, a colour fence around the property for us. So it's really been um, you know, a combination of efforts to, to get to this stage, but we can take it to the next level thanks to this grant now. So, yeah, it's really, um, really exciting. Yep. Doug, what's the, this is an important one, what's the reaction yep. of local women in Normanton and women that you speak to knowing that there's this breakthrough coming uh, which will provide uh, a haven? Yeah, I guess the easiest way to describe it is it's, it's a sigh of relief. You know, you can almost, there's an audible, <laughs> an audible exhaling that finally there's somewhere, you know, that you know, it, if it's not us then it's our sister or it's our auntie or it's our niece that has somewhere to go just to, you know, to break that, break that tension and that cycle that's um, so prevalent in the community at the moment, particularly with, with the restrictions with COVID-19, um, the extra money that's in the community, and that's not a criticism, but there is extra money in the community through the Job Seeker program. 
which, you know, again, people are able to buy more alcohol and that feels, you know, everyone's cramped. Yeah, it's just an ongoing thing. But um, no, look, it's, you know, it's not just um, the Indigenous community. It's it's the, the non-Indigenous people in the community as well. But they're all um, really, really excited and, and they're telling us that, you know, we are going to be so busy, um, you know, that we're... <laughs> Almost telling us we're bitten off more than we can chew, but we have to we have to have this facility because if we don't provide it, then there's nothing for the for the ladies and the families in this town. Uh, my suspicion is that there'll be a lot of women who will rise to the occasion here, and uh, you know how you need to sustain the ministry work that will happen through the home. No doubt there'll be a lot of women who'll be excited about getting this sort of help for women who are victims of domestic violence. Is that the sort of reaction you're hearing from, say, women within the church community? Yeah, absolutely. Look, there's, um, and it's not just the, you know, the protection factor and the shelter factor, but um, the house wants to run like empowerment courses and financial planning and, um, you know, healthy cooking and those sorts of um, upskilling the ladies and uh, for their families so that, you know, they're, they're um, better positioned to, to take their, their powerful role in the community that they need to take. So, yeah, there's a lot of buzz in town at the moment, um, a lot of buzz out of town too, so <laughs> it's a good thing. Um, can I just mention, Neil, that uh, the, the grant, unfortunately, is only for infrastructure, and it, um, it doesn't provide any wages. We're not allowed to use it for wages. Uh, but, again, in God's timing, I mean, we've waited five years, but God brings everything together in the end. And uh, we had been working with the local justice group here in town, and we applied for, through them, we applied for some community um, funding to run a project and we put forward, well, we'll run the sister house. So we've actually got some money now to, to staff it and then we had to find someone to do it. But um, again, God provides and we've had uh, Pastor Dave Drage and his family that have come up from down south and are in the house uh, now preparing everything, getting the policies and procedures documents all set up and coordinating the refurbishment um, with the grant money Who and they're going to run the service coordinate the service there for us for the next three years they've committed to doing it so praise god for that and we spoke to dave drage not long ago Uh, he's the pastor who's intending to walk around australia and so while he's (laughs) got this support going on for you he's likely to hand that over and uh, and keep on doing his uh, ministry challenge there hey listen let me ask you about the normanton christian fellowship this is the church that you're mm-hmm. leading doug uh, give us a, a little bit of a snapshot what things look like for your church there meeting in normanton in the gulf of carpentaria yeah look it's only it, it is a small um church congregation it's growing praise god and um you know it's uh it's a it's a blend of a whole different range of people so we've got um, indigenous people, we've got elders, we've um, got young kids, uh, we've got um, Queensland health staff, we've got teachers, we've got, yeah, a whole... If you took a cross-section of this community, we've got a representative from every aspect of the community as um, people in our church, which is awesome because that gives us, you know, uh, outreach into all the different sectors of our community. For a long time, the, the, the church, Norman Christian Fellowship, has 
has sort of felt like the second-class citizen because of our, our ministry into, you know, um, the, the lower socioeconomic part of town. But through this grant now and through the profile of the sister house, uh, we've certainly, we're gaining favour with council. Our profile in the town is rising and um, our, our, we're being looked upon in a different way now. Yeah, I think there's a, a degree of respect for what we're doing. And that's ultimately giving glory to God. Well, Doug, I'll guarantee everybody in your community knows you are there, knows that you are the pastor and will be cheering from the sidelines because this grant to transform a vacant six-bedroom home into a safe house for Mm. female domestic violence victims, it's going to be a highlight in your community. Now, people connecting with you, you said there's going to be ongoing needs. There may be people who are thinking, I need to connect with Doug Thomas. Uh, There's a Facebook page we can point people to. Is there a website? Uh, Yeah, look, there's one under construction at the moment. So it's uh, www.normantonhope.com.au. It's just under construction at the moment, but there is a site up there, so keep checking for updates and we'll, we'll put the updates up. Normantonhope.com.au and you can connect on yep. Facebook to Normanton Christian Fellowship. Uh, Pastor Doug Thomas, uh, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Yeah, thanks, Neil. Thanks very much for your time and, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.